You're listening to the Sports on Tap Podcast Network. Cheers to sports. All right, welcome in to Pod That, Two Brothers Talking Sports. This is our NBA podcast. We're doing, we try to do this weekly. Sammy, first of all, I want to welcome you into the pod. What's up, bro? First NBA pod of the season, actually. Shockingly. Yeah. First, after we did a preseason pod, right? We did our NBA over under, and then this is the first one since game action actually started. But we'll try to do it. Yeah, no, I, I got you. Just want to make sure if those for those who didn't listen to our over under podcast, um, if you want to go listen and see how wrong I was about the Indiana Pacers, you can go do that. Um anyways, um, Sammy, we have a fun filled uh NBA podcast coming up here. We're gonna try to do this weekly. Um, do you want me to explain it or do you want to go give it a try on our two segments? Well, let's just tell them one for now. We're telling right. both, but let's we'll get started on whatever one you want to go for. All right. So we're going to do so today is going to be like a full season, like basically whatever today is through December NBA podcast. And we're going to try to do this weekly and have these segments be week weekly and it'll be like weekly awards. So we're going to do our like mid 25% of the season awards today and we're going to do it like a card game almost so we're going to set up two different cards sammy's cards and my cards we're going to have our king card which is going to be basically who you think is right now the mvp if it's on a weekly basis who's the best player of a week our jack our jack is like the prince you know the young best player of a week either a rookie second year just a young upcoming star in the nba and our joker our joker is someone who's either underperforming. For example, Kyrie Irving could be a joker, hasn't even played. Ben Simmons could be a joker, hasn't even played. Someone who's really been disappointing on this season. That's our first segment. We'll or get just started. being a joker. Or just being a joker. Underperforming was a bad example because Kyrie Irving's not performing. He's not underperforming. Yeah. He's just He's a joker. A the joker's a clown. All right, Basically. so we'll we'll get to the second segment later once we get to that. But that's our first segment. So, Sammy, um, do you want to kick it off with your king? Yes, let's do this. And like George said, it is the you know we're doing like the full quarter season here, like the the, the one fourth way mark. So this is not from this week, but mine has a lot to do with this week. Um, now, for me, George, before I get to mine, I don't see it necessarily as the king has to be who you think your MVP is. Yep. Um, a King James, Mr. King James has been the king of a lot of different months and weeks and quarter seasons, but not the MVP technically. Cause you know, you know how the MVP works, but Actually, no one this, really knows how the MVP, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> more that's the point though. Nobody <laughs> knows how that shit works. So like the King does not mean it has to be the MVP, but for me, uh, my King so far in this season, um, was going to be based off of Tuesday's matchup between the Warriors and the Suns. And I'm going with Chris Paul. Devin Booker did not get to play the second half. And somehow, with that Suns defense, that's ridiculous, which we'll get to. Uh, with that ridiculous Suns defense and a nice home court advantage and Chris Paul going berserk and Steph Curry having a bad game. The number one seed now is the Phoenix Suns for now. They play again on Friday, mm -hmm. which is exciting, tomorrow. Um, but Just wish Book today, was playing. Yeah. And I wish Book was playing, but for now, my king is Chris Paul um, just because of that head-to-head -head matchup. It was going to be either Steph Curry or Chris Paul. I was going to go with kind of who's the best team in the NBA right now, and I think it's the Phoenix Suns by a slight edge. Um, but unfortunately 
for the rest of the NBA, Clay Thompson's not even back yet. So. I know. <laughs> um, well, so here's the thing. I actually like if it, this was a weekly thing, uh, if this was our weekly one, I would give it to Chris Paul. I think Chris Paul's the king of a week. But the king of a season to me is Steph Curry. Um, I mean, if we're just going to compare the kings, our kings, Steph is second in points. Chris Paul's 72nd. Uh, Chris Paul was number one in assists. Curry's 13th, but their PER, Steph's PER is at 26, which is sixth in the NBA, to Chris Paul being 28th in the NBA. They're close. They're both fantastic players. And I think the real travesty here with Steph, Steph's my MVP, my king, also my MVP. The real travesty here with your king, Sammy, is how he's not even in the top five in NBA MVP odds. That makes no sense to me. I mean, if you watch basketball, forget the stats for a second because I use the stats to compare the two. Stats don't tell the story about Chris Paul. Chris Paul is was... definitely a top five MVP candidate, top 10 at worst. So I think the NBA uh, odds makers know what the media is doing, and the media is getting it wrong on Chris Paul because he's the most important player to me on that Suns team. Yeah, and that's why when you started comparing the numbers, like I really could care less. I think Chris Paul is by far the king of this quarter season because they're the best team in the NBA. He's 36 years old, and he's leading the best team in the NBA. And Friday or Tuesday was kind of that matchup yeah. to see who is the best team right now. Yeah. Now, the Warriors probably will end up being better if Klay Thompson comes back healthy, but who knows, right? Yeah. Unfortunately, knock on wood for him, I hope he comes back healthy, but he has gotten hurt the last two times he's tried to come back. Um, and I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen, right? But for me, the numbers don't mean even close to anything sometimes in basketball. James mm -hmm. Harden's been the leading scorer of some league years. Right. Triple double machine Russell Westbrook like he's kind of getting tossed around like a piece of cake now, you know, like nobody even the Lakers took him, but he's just getting tossed around the league because mm -hmm. the numbers don't mean that much. Chris Paul's numbers mean a lot and even though they're not big numbers like 15 points 11 assists and mm -hmm. seven rebounds on these days and the limited turnovers the only reason i put him ahead of steph curry is not stat comparing it's not who's the mvp for me it's the head-to-head -head matchup with both of them missing the second best player on the team basically because booker was out very early in the game chris paul has the advantage this season um and and we have to for me because we're doing the quarter season awards we're coming off of a stretch also where Chris Paul has technically, I put that in quotes for those listening, he's technically been better than uh, Steph Curry for the last, like, if you, like, roll over into the last half of last season, just in the sense of, like, they went to the finals. I'm just giving Chris Paul some of the advantages on the king mm -hmm. card for me because of the head-to-head -head matchup and just, like, he's coming off, like, a finals appearance. Like, if Steph Curry won that game, though, he probably would have top well, here's my Chris question for you about and maybe we, we were looking at the kings differently who's the best player in the nba right now kevin durant okay then i would have, i think it's steph right now so i would have put if you think it's kevin durant i would have put kevin durant as my king that's how i'm looking at it who's been the best player in the nba this season i think it's been steph but i mean to each his own but that's how i'm looking at the king but you don't have to look at the king the same. Yeah, way. that's just a game. boring way to look at it because it's going to be the same yeah. player all year. It's either going to be no, no, because every week, yeah, some weeks someone has a better week, so I, I think it's going to change actually quite more than than we realize. But yeah, that's fair. All right, so should we move on to our uh, Jack? Yeah, I just I just want to put I just want to let you know that in my eyes, Steph Curry is the third best player in the NBA. Right? Okay, but that, 
I mean, he's it's not kind better of the, than Giannis. <laughs> I, I think he's the best player in the NBA right now, um, how he's playing. But I, see, that's what's funny, though, because like someone might like label you, oh my God, you're you're a hater on Steph. You think he's the third best player. And I've always said that about like people would label me as a James Harden hater. I'm like, I think he's the sixth best player in the NBA. Wow, what a travesty. You know what I mean? You're not hating. You're just, you don't value, you're valuing what slightly lower than I value. You also said right now, which is kind yeah. of a, on your answer. You asked me who's the best player in the NBA. And then you said, for me, it's Steph Curry right now. Okay, yeah, because I mean like, right now, through 21 games. For me, it's either Chris Paul or Steph Curry. Um, okay, all right. Because I think they're, what they're doing for their team success too, um, compared to Giannis or Durant. That I mean, Durant also their number one seed in the East too, so yeah. it's close. Uh, Giannis, yeah, mine's, they mine's close Curry part. or Durant to, and or then Giannis. Yeah, Giannis has had Jokic to come back a and bit. Jokic ha- has a nice little. Uh, Jokic is historically having a better season than he did last year when he won MVP. But yeah, the he team games is so injured. I know, and he's missed games, which is like it's early in the season, so it's, you can't really be the best player. If, you miss like what three, four games is like a 20% of the season right now. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. All right. So to the Jack, uh, I guess I'll go first with my Jack, my Jack, Sammy, this is probably predictable for you. My Jack is Anthony Edwards of the Minnesota Timberwolves. The most exciting basketball player, in my opinion, outside of Steph Curry in the NBA right now. Um, Edwards is coming off a season you know, rookie season where he showed some some promise, but now he's averaging 22 points a game, six boards, three assists. He's not much of a passer. And the team defense is top five in the NBA. He's actually already a really high-end defender, which makes him good. And he, if you ask Anthony Edwards, he's probably would be pissed about being the Jack. He probably thinks he's the king of the NBA. His swagger is unmatched. He's really fun to watch. And he brought out a flip phone for God's sake in his last press conference. Um, the the guy's a character too. So I'm giving him some, we're really lucky that I, I don't know who your Jack is, but I'm going to guess it's LaMelo ball before we get to it. We're really lucky that the two young studs from last year's draft, Anthony Edwards and LaMelo ball are such fun character guys too. Yeah. I will say the thing with like Anthony Edwards, as much as he is fun, we got a lot of it is such showmanship. The motherfucker doesn't use his flip phone. It's just that was it's to be funny because he knows he's yeah. like a walking funny interview. Or it's as I've seen in a lot of comments, it's a lot of people said, or if you don't know what it is, it's a trap phone, aka like this is where girls call him and it's a phone that's not very traceable and it's a exactly. trap phone and that's what he's doing. But it's not the guy doesn't use a flip phone for those that bought it. If you're buying too far into it, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's yeah, on Twitter about, and Instagram, so flip phones don't have Twitter and Instagram. So he obviously that's exactly what I mean. It's obviously <laughs> he's trying to be funny. Yeah. Um, for me, you know, he's very exciting. Um, I've considered rookies like Evan Mobley and Scotty Barnes, which I think if would come up quite, it, they will come up quite often in these weekly awards. Once we're doing this every week, mm-hmm. this just happens to be the quarter season, you know, like mm-hmm. awards. Uh, Evan Mobley is going to come up some point, right? He's probably the first exciting big in the last three or four years. That's really like looking like what exactly you would hope he looked like. Um, Looking like LeBron wants to go back to Cleveland. Yeah. Well, probably not. They're not very good roster still. (laughs) (laughs) He'd probably rather be with the Lakers. Um, But I'm going to go with LaMelo Ball. 
right. uh, simply because I, once again, as much as I like Anthony Edwards, um, and I think, you know, he's been great. The one player that's going to be the best player out of that draft in my eyes is pretty clearly LaMelo Ball. Um, just all around a really great talent. I mean, the guy's averaging 20 points, 7.7 rebounds in six, or sorry, 7.7 rebounds and 8.3 assists with two steals a game. I mean, LaMelo ball is like the, it's like he's literally Lonzo ball on steroids gets the, like gets the assists and the rebounds, but is also a pure like showtime score. Um, and he's just been pretty amazing. I think looking back on this draft, there's going to be a lot of regret um, from the Warriors, especially uh, the Timberwolves they might be fine because I mm-hmm. think him and Edwards are both going to turn out to be multiple time all-stars. I agree. Um, but I, I think the reason I'm picking LaMelo too is I think that what I just said too, there's something about when I watch LaMelo, all I can think about is the fact that the Warriors took James Wiseman over LaMelo ball. And like, I just can't get over it or like at least didn't trade down one pick. If they really like thought he didn't want to play there or whatever it was like, I can't believe I think James Wiseman obviously has time in his career to he's, he's just hurt right now. Right. He's going to be fine, but yeah, he's no not, he's not, he's not a candidate for our Jack Jack cards right now. Yeah. And I, I don't think and this is a personal opinion. And I think you might agree. I don't think there's gonna be many times in the next couple of years where we mentioned James Wiseman over a conversation of LaMelo Ball or Anthony Edwards. Yeah, I don't know. I really don't. Um, my thing is these guys have gotten really good really quick, and I'm just wondering if James, when James Wiseman comes back healthy, if we get a far better version of James Wiseman than we expect before I jump the ball. Because it's very possible that playing in this – being in this Warriors system, this Warriors offseason with these Warriors coaches, this Warriors organization – and culture that when he does come back healthy with Clay Thompson, that oh wow, James Wiseman is actually wowing us way more than we thought. It's very like what though? Like what? Like an average like eight points a game and ten rebounds. Um, I could see him doing a lot of what DeAndre Ayton did in the playoffs last year, where you're looking at him like, oh damn, do they have a really good asset? Now I still think Trey Young and Luka Doncic are better than Aiton, but you're like, oh, okay, this is not a travesty, and this guy is a max contract type of dude. You can also flip that one other way too, which is talk about fit. Um, in the DeAndre Aiton scenario, you might not have Chris Ball, and you might not have a happy same Devin Booker if you drafted mm-hmm. a Luka Doncic or a Trey Young. True. DeAndre Aiton fits the point guard, shooting guard, center style of what the mm-hmm. Suns needed. And you could say the same for the Warriors that maybe LaMelo wouldn't be the exact fit with a Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, because now they have no bigs, right? Their biggest problem right. against the Suns the other day is they have no bigs. Yeah, and, and, and maybe he's a bust. He re- he really yeah. might be. But I'm just saying I want to see him play Last a little bit. Last year was not year. very promising, though, just to be yeah. like for, for compared to the guys that went one and three wasn't right. very promising. But yeah, I think well, we see that with Biggs too, right? I mean, we saw that with DeAndre Ayton in his first season too. It seems like with Biggs, it takes him a little longer in this NBA to actually make an impact versus the guards who have the ball in their hands. It's just what it seems like. Yeah, but DeAndre Ayton didn't seem like a bust. Like no. his rookie year, I've just pulled it up. His rookie year, he averaged 16 and a half points and 11 rebounds. I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty. DeAndre Ayton's career, by the way, is pretty impressive. 
in his short four year career, he's averaging 16 and 11. Like, yeah, I, I don't, I, I don't think Aiton's going to be, uh, Wiseman's going to be as good as Aiton. So I just want to <laughs> clear that. But I, I'm just saying, like, I'm not ready. I can't, I'm trying to look up why. Let me see what Wiseman did last year. He did get hurt. And I remember the uh, one I moment see. I remember a lot about Wiseman is getting yelled at by uh, Draymond Green. Uh, he played, I don't, I don't know how many minutes a game, but 11.5.6 boards in 20 minutes a game. Yeah, and see that, but when you look at that compared to like a DeAndre Ayton who didn't have as good of a start either, which was that he was at 16 points, 11 rebounds, it's pretty big difference. Double yeah. the rebounds. Yeah, yeah no, I'm, like I said, I don't man. think he's good. He's not going to be uh, as good as DeAndre Ayton, but I, I think they'll salvage that pick. I think we're going to be pleasantly surprised if James Wise when he comes back. I don't personally. Okay, that's, that's fair. Just, although I, I'm not, I don't mean that in the sense of like. The guy's gonna get run off the court. I just believe that, like, long term, it's gonna look like a mistake. But I do think th- the Warriors need a big. So, mm-hmm. well, I mean, like, if anything, if he can stay on the court and defend decently, mm-hmm. it is helpful. So I don't mean it in the sense. I'll tell of, like, you one thing: he's gonna be an upgrade to Looney. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's not, it's a, <laughs> it's not a bad thing to have him out yeah. there. I don't mean in that. Not we're not talking Anthony Bennett type of shit. We're talking right, I'm just talking right, right. like. He's for the number two pick. You might look back and say, ah, God, that wasn't that like we could have used that pick a little better. Okay. Um, so we have so far Kings and Chris Paul and Steph Curry and uh, Jax Lamello and Anthony Edwards. Now, George, let's get to the Joker. Cause I've been kind of All waiting right. for this. Yeah, me too. You, uh, I want you to I'm going to go first. Cause you have no idea who mine is. Yeah. My, my Joker is Ben Simmons. Um, Look at Kyrie Irving, honorable mention for sure. But Ben Simmons. Before you get to Ben Simmons, you know what? We all know the answer is Kyrie Irving. So that's why we're not going to pick Kyrie Irving because everyone's answer is kind of Kyrie Irving. So, like, fuck it. Yeah, we know it's Kyrie Irving. We're not going to pick him. Well, I told Sammy before the pot, oh, I picked Ben Simmons because I know that uh, you picked Kyrie Irving. He's like, no, I didn't. I was like, oh, who did you pick? He's like, I'm not going to tell you. Like, all right. So, Ben Simmons. Showed up at least he Benson shows up to practice and literally just fucked his way through the practice and got kicked out. And we and we all thought, like, oh, okay, he'll be back in a few days. And now it's like December and he's still not back. And he says he has a mental health problem, um, but he was refusing to see their psychiatrist that the team has assigned to him. So I don't believe him. Sorry, he did not have a mental health like I, I'm all for the mental health thing, no, but. Not. No, yeah, when you say no, that. No, he could let, have, he could let, have mental let health. Me, let me say something here. He said he wanted to be traded. He had no mental health issues. He had mental health issues when he didn't get what he wanted. That's called being a brat. Ben Simmons is bratted his way through. He got, he okay. didn't, he and started he still having have mental health issues. That's why he's not playing. Don't buy it. I'm sorry. I, and I'm usually, I'm Kevin Love had it. He handled it maturely. Ben Simmons, when he didn't get his way, it popped up as an excuse. If he gets traded tomorrow, I bet you Ben Simmons suits up. Could, he doesn't want to play for could the not. Sixers. We don't know. So, That's why right. I, I don't like to assume somebody's lying about mental health issues because um, that would just make like an asshole out of that person. Well, he got um, fined because he wouldn't report to his, his uh, psychiatrist. Well, to the teams, he might have his own yeah. psychiatrist. Once again, I think Ben Simmons is a whole different topic. They shouldn't mm-hmm. even bring up the mental health part of it, to be honest, in my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, I fair. think it's just more about 
like the fact that he went from having a disastrous playoffs to his teammates kind of turning on him like Joel Embiid to the fact that he was being a brat in Mm -hmm. practice, like forget mental health or not. He was being a brat at practice. Um, And then now is kind of like disappeared off the face of the earth. That's what makes him a joker more than anything. It's not whether I'm here to criticize or not criticize his mental health issues or if he has it or not, if he's lying or not. It's that he was a brat once at practice. Doc Rivers had to tell him to pretty much like get the fuck off the court. And he Uh, did. He just signed last year, like a $175 million extension. Um, And you have players like Joel Embiid saying, I don't care about that man. Like, yeah, like we're not here to babysit. So it's like, he's kind of made a mockery of himself in that Mm -hmm. sense. And uh, I think at some point with Ben Simmons is you're gonna, if you're gonna have to eventually like show back up and play in the NBA, you can't just like, do this thing where you don't show up. Yeah, I think we're going to lose a season with him and Kyrie, which is kind of weird. Yeah, I don't know. Kyrie, that's her fielding uh, calls for Kyrie now. You can play basically in any state outside of like California and New York. And remember, you can play unvaccinated if you're traveling into New York or if you're traveling in LA. So so the different story for a different day. I I don't care anymore. I'm I'm so excited to know who your joker is. (laughs) All right. This is not going to make sense to many people. Okay. Um, because it's the quarter season joker. If this was like a weekly thing, this would not in any way, shape, or form be my joker. But I'm including off season, I'm including the beginning of the season, I'm including what's happening in the season. And my joker right now is Damian Lillard. Oh, huh, that's why. interesting. <laughs> Damian Lillard, Mr. Lillard himself, Mr. Rip City, Portland. I'm all about Portland. I'm gonna win in Portland. Had an opportunity, went and met with LeBron James and Anthony Davis. And LeBron James and Anthony Davis were like, come play in L.A. And he felt the fit was not as good as him and his chances in Portland. And the Joker himself, Mr. Damian Lillard, is now with the 11-11 and Blazers. I don't care what the Lakers record. It has nothing to do with it because if he was on the Lakers, they'd probably have a better record. Or if the Lakers just stopped having injuries and COVID protocols and random shit happening to them. The Lakers are going to be fine. They would be much better off with Damian Lillard than Russell Westbrook. And now Rip City Dame started off the year really bad. He was one of those guys that couldn't buy a bucket at the beginning of the year and is still underperforming for his usual standard. And now also has an injury. He's out for the next 10 days. I'm assuming the Blazers are going to go like three and seven without him. I just see a point where in Hmm. about... 10, 15 days, you're going to have Damian Lillard who said no to LeBron James and Anthony Davis and go to going to LA who's in Portland, Oregon in the middle of nowhere where you don't get much TV coverage, don't get much fame now because they're not as good. I could see him coming back from injury with the 13 and 20 Blazers and be five, six, seven games out of a playoff spot and his, his the beautiful desire to stay at the same team, I respect. Don't get me wrong. Like, I love what Dirk did and Duncan and Kobe and all those things. But you ain't Dirk. (laughs) I'm kidding. (laughs) You ain't. No. My answer was, you ain't Dirk. And you're not not in Dallas where, you know, you might be able to snag a couple free agents. You're not in San Antonio where you're Tim Duncan, a top 10 player of all time, with the best coach of all time and a couple other guys that are future Hall of Famers. And you're not Kobe Bryant in L.A. with Phil Jackson and Shaq for a couple of years and then get Powell Gasol and Lamar Odom. And you're not Dwayne Wade. 
you're Damian Lillard. Okay, and I, I really like Damian Lillard, but if he really wanted to not be the Joker this year, he would have politely taken uh, Portland's jersey off and said, like, thank you for everything, but LeBron James and Anthony Davis want to win championships. Um, and instead, I think he's going to be sitting here at the end of the season with one of their worst seasons in franchise history, and uh, Dame's only getting older. So in a weird fashion, Dame's my Joker because of the no to Los Angeles and LeBron and Anthony Davis and for uh, kind of for getting out of play basketball that first like two weeks of the season. You remember that? Yeah, I totally remember that. But I'm actually, I should make him a king for saying no to LeBron James and Anthony Davis because he's not a free agent. It's not like he could just be like, I want to go there and then rip Portland's heart out by getting a package of Kyle Kuzma and, and some Frito, Frito fries and Pepsi. Like if he was a free agent and he said no to, to Los Angeles, I, I would be like, oh, that's dumb. But. I, I kind of respect his desire to win in Portland. I, I respect it. Once I, again, I, and I was joking. Once I again, once again, I didn't say that I don't respect that he wants to stay in Portland. I said I really respect the desire he has to win on the same team and be on the same team. But he's not doing what's best for him anymore, and he kind of looks like a joker because yeah. he. Said no to LeBron and Anthony Davis, and he's going to be living in Portland, Oregon. No offense to Portland, Oregon. I'm from the Northwest. I'm from Seattle, born and raised. But no offense to Portland, Oregon. But he's living in Portland over LA. And George, you know Damian Lillard this year, down from the last two years where he averaged 30 points and 28 points, he's averaging 21 points. Oh, I know. And this is the first time in his career he's shooting below 40%. He's I know. shot 45, 46, 44, 44, 44. He's shooting 39%. And uh, even from three, he went from 36, 36, 40, 39. He's shooting 30.2. The guy yeah. is not playing basketball at an efficient rate right now. And I think part of that has to do with the team he's on. Um, they fired and the Terry new Stott. ball and the new new rules. And Chauncey Billups, you're right. Uh, shouldn't fire Terry Stott. Yeah, I'm just saying. I wanted to hit us with a really random joker. Um, I love things it. that are outside of just being like Kyrie's vaccine or Ben Simmons, you know, not showing up. I was trying to think of something a little more meaningful. And my joker is the guy who says no to the Lakers. And now looking like they're going to have probably their worst season in a long time. Yeah, no, I love that one. Uh, great one. So uh, let's recap all that. We got Sammy. Uh, what's your card hand? I got King Chris Paul. My Jack is LaMelo Ball, and my Joker is Damian Lillard. All right. My King is Steph Curry. My Jack is Anthony Davis, uh, Anthony Edwards, and my um, Joker is Ben Simmons. Segment number two, BS or Ball. This is a new one, too, and like the other ones, George, we're going to have kind of a quarter season one here instead of a weekly, but we'll do weekly moving forward. What BS or ball is kind of based off like the BS card game. George is going to give three topics this week. Next week, I'll be giving three topics, but whoever's giving the topics, the other person's going to guess what the other person was thinking BS or ball. Like you actually believe in that topic and we'll just discuss them. See if I can read George's mind a little bit, see if he can read mine and we'll talk about those topics and see where we agree or don't agree. So without further ado, our first BS or ball. I like it. The BS or ball. All right, Sammy. My first BS or ball. The Nets are going to win the East. 
And remember, folks, I'm guessing if George believes this, like ball or BS, like you're just saying that. And I'm going to go with BS. George does not believe that. Okay. Um, you're wrong on that. I believe the new, the Brooklyn Nets are going to come out of the Eastern Conference and make it to the NBA Finals. I love how Kevin Durant's playing right now. I think, like you said, the piece of Kyrie Irving. I think they're going to actually be able to um, bring in another some piece that's more complimentary with Harden and, and Damian Durant. Uh, it could be Dame. I don't know what that piece will be, but I think something that will be really complimentary for those two. Like the way the, the team is playing, I don't think they're going to be NBA champions, but I do believe that they do come out of the East. James Harden is playing well, but I'm going to say BS on my end. I know it's I'm, you're not. I'm not the point was if I'm guessing you, but for me, it's <laughs> yeah, BS. Yeah. I still think I'm, I'm I'm going with BS now. I'm not going with BS um, the whole season because it truly depends what they do with that Kyrie piece. If they find a way to flip Kyrie for Ben Simmons, okay, they're probably the best team in the NBA. Um, James Harden's been playing really well, actually, lately after a rough start. Kevin Durant's playing really well. But they have a couple things that concern me. Their depth concerns me a little bit. Joe Harris is having ankle surgery next week now, which concerns me a little bit. Um, and what are you going to do with the Kyrie Irving move? I could see myself later in the future believing in the Brooklyn Nets after we see what happens with Kyrie or if Kyrie comes back. You never know which one. Um, mm. But in the meantime, I'm... I'm Calling BS on that because I could just see the Bucks being a better basketball team um, if there's no third compliment on the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, well, and just keep in mind, Sammy, but one thing, uh, Kevin Durant's toe has shrunk half an inch this offseason. I, I mean, <laughs> no, it hasn't, but, but I, I don't understand the point of the joke, but uh, just because he stepped on the line. Yeah, he stepped on the line. His toe was just, okay, foot well, was it just has not big. shrunk. So. All right. Next one. The Phoenix Suns will win the NBA championship. Well, for me, I would say ball because I think they are the favorite right now. But I know George's answer is probably the Warriors. So I'm going to call it BS on George that, believing that one. <laughs> that is very correct. Ding, uh, ding, I, ding. How I mean, did I know? How um, did I, I know? I actually think it's one of those teams are going to win the NBA championship. But I would not be surprised if the Phoenix Suns win the NBA championship. And if Clay Thompson comes back and doesn't look healthy and doesn't look like he's, you know, 75, 80% of a Clay Thompson we know, I might change that to to ball. I it might be the Phoenix Suns being the favorite. But I just think the piece of Clay Thompson coming back for the Warriors, along with what we talked about earlier in the podcast with James Wiseman actually being a important piece to the title run, I think the Warriors are going to be the NBA champions this year. James Wiseman's probably the biggest question mark to all of that. Um, if James Wiseman is not very good, they're not beating the Phoenix Suns, who now have DeAndre Ayton. Instead of their backup being Frank Kaminsky or Dario Saric, it's JaVale McGee. And JaVale McGee, JaVale, uh, JaVale McGee, a couple years ago, would have been a multiple-time joker on this podcast. A couple years ago. Then, somehow, JaVale McGee became a guy who was winning NBA titles and playing on contenders every year. Um, so JaVale McGee, McGee is a great piece to have as a backup center on a championship type of team. Um, and I think that's really important. And that's really important for the Warriors because, the, and he won a championship with the Warriors. He won a championship with LeBron and the Lakers. He's the type of dude that's really important to have. The Phoenix Suns, 
problem last year, the reason they didn't win against, I think, Giannis and the Bucks is when DeAndre Ayton came out of the game, they had no backup center protecting the paint. And yeah. you need to protect the paint against the Bucks. And the same thing would happen with the Warriors, whether they beat the Suns or don't beat the Suns and the Suns are in the finals. Those teams in the East have guys like Kevin Durant and Giannis. You have to have a big man that can slow them down. And the Suns have those pieces. The Warriors don't quite yet. So I'm going with the Suns with that slight edge. But you know what it all depends on too, George? And this is why it's hard. a hard topic is Clay mm-hmm. Thompson's the biggest, maybe one of the biggest question marks in NBA history, right? I know. It's life. been 900 days since he's played in an NBA game. And we're not just talking about a guy that's been 900 days that like, oh, he's been decent in his career. This We're talking about like a guy's three-time champ, the second best shooter of all time, playing with the best shooter of all time. There's so much that goes into that that, I mean, shit, like if he's good again, we're talking a whole different world to basketball. Oh, totally. I'm going BS, or I'm going bull. I'm going BS for you, which I was right. But ball for me, the Suns are making the finals, and I think they will win it this year. Um, another asterisk is as long as, and this is another one that you have to knock on wood, is Chris Paul stays healthy, which is also Oof. a wild card. Hopefully he does. All right, last BS or ball. Steph Curry will, not deserve necessarily, I think he does, will win MVP. Okay, well, you just gave me the answer. I know you for yeah. you it's ball. I mean, like the guy's going to pick the Warriors. He's going to pick Steph Curry. He put Steph Curry as his king. He's going to pick Steph Curry and the Warriors, everything. So yeah. ball for George. Uh, I'm not saying – I'm not asking you – does, do you think he deserves it? Would he have your vote? Will he win MVP? Will the media, the M, MVP sometimes a media creation, like when James Harden and Russell Westbrook? Won. I'm going to say, yeah, he will. Um, yeah. Only because they're not giving it to Giannis no matter what Giannis does. He's mm-hmm. not going to win three in a row, right? He didn't win uh, last year. Jokic won. Oh, yeah, yeah. He won two in a row. But it's still, they're not going to give him two, three out of four. He's mm-hmm. not going to win no matter what happens. I think Durant's the biggest challenger here. Yeah, and Durant might be even more of a fun storyline if you know he's on a different team. He's the one guy who you know helped Steph Curry win some other championships at the same time, and you know, like it's kind of a weird competition thing with them. But I'll go with Steph Curry right now, just because that's what the NBA that kind of wanted. I felt like coming into this year is for him to be back, and he is. Mm-hmm. So kind of fits the whole yeah and he deserves that i mean you know i mean he's playing some ridiculous he's playing some of the best basketball he has in his career without clay thompson i mean it's not like they have an offensive superpower team around him right now and i was just wonder when clay thompson comes back will he kind of not take a step back but will those stats go down and he not be relied on so much that Kevin Durant's stats look better and Kevin Durant wins mvp that would be my one thing not that the mvp really matters that much at the end of the day yeah, I don't know. It really depends what Steph Curry does the rest of the season, I guess. I mean, yeah. he he's playing phenomenal basketball, and like you said, you just never know when Clay Thompson comes back. Or the hard thing with a guy like Steph Curry, which don't, uh, I guess, don't be surprised with guys like him, who's a shooter, if there's a slump at some point oh, in the yeah. season, it quiets down. He had a really bad game against Phoenix. I don't think it's going to be have a bad game again against Phoenix, but I just think shooters go through slumps, and that's what can hurt like an MVP race, right? If Steph Curry's in the middle of a slump while Kevin Durant's in the middle of a... Well, Kevin Durant's like the one shooter that doesn't go through slumps because he's not just like a three-point shooter, right? He's just a... Right. 
He's just like a, a damn score. Yeah. So I would watch out for the slump, but I, I do think Steph Curry is going to win MVP, and I think it really helps the narrative. I mean, the guy went from not making the bubble to last year barely missing the playoffs in the uh, play-in game, and then now like the number one tied for the number one seed, I guess, and just playing lights out. So yep. it fits the progression story. No, totally. I, I totally agree there. And that's our BS and ball. Um, I, I kind of like that. That was fun. Yeah, I like it. Next week, I'll have three topics for you that are probably week like, related. So yeah, uh, it's kind of funny, like having to get like I feel like it'll be harder during the week to like the smaller ones to guess. Like this is a little season long. We talk to each other so much, we kind of know each other's stuff. I was surprised you didn't think I thought the Nets would make the finals. I really, I, I think they're the best team in the East. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know if they are. It really depends what Philadelphia does too with Ben Simmons and yeah, true. If they trade him for like a Kyrie, you never know what that means. Um, the Celtics can weirdly come out of nowhere and they've won seven out of 10, I think. And they're kind of back. Um, you just never know. I mean, goddamn, the, the freaking Hawks were in the Eastern conference finals last year. Jeez. I know that's so right? weird. To like, think. you guess you like never know what happens. So I think what's, and I don't, don't assume that all my questions next week, I get three of them. Don't assume they're all going to be weak questions. There could be one that's like a season long. Oh yeah, totally. But yeah, I mean, starting, you can totally make them weak. You can make them uh month. You can make them all time. If you really want to, that's what I mean. you don't have a question. Yeah. No, you never know, but you made the two warriors ones too obvious. Those are the ones that I got right. Because I know. of course, of course, George is going to ball with the warriors. Are the Warriors going to win it all? Yes. I didn't say <laughs> no, that. Yeah. No, I said it was the Suns. Make the all. finals. I know, because you think the Warriors are going to make it. I already know how it goes, George. Yeah. I know how yeah. it goes. Big Warriors guy here. George is a lifelong Warriors fan. No, no. I just like excellent. They are excellent. They're the, they've been the best team in of the decade. Who's been the best team of uh, the year? Of the, of the well, them and Phoenix the Suns, baby. Yeah, yeah, but they have been like LeBron's been the best player of the 2010s through now, but the Warriors have been the best team. LeBron's had That's gotten fair. multiple. Yeah, so. That's fair. But I am now a Phoenix resident in my hometown. Seattle does not have a basketball team, George. So I'm ride or die with the Phoenix Suns. So it is kind of bandwagon, kind of, but it also has a reason behind it. At and, least it's not like I'm you not, have a not, shirt like and Grizzlies. a jacket. I do, and hats. And hats. So do I have a shirt. I like next the week. Yeah, I do Once like again, the Suns. It's not just about the hat and the jacket. I live in the city. So it's much different when you live in the city. That's like the number one reason that you're allowed to be a fan of that team. I know. You're like, Drew, of you're, you're just like, you're like Drew Locke. I don't, I don't get it. I put down for my city. Nobody's even going to get that reference. Yeah, he danced once. It. Nobody likes Drew Locke. <laughs> On the NBA podcast, dropping Drew Locke. What a time. Okay. Well, that was underwhelming, George. The Drew Locke joke. I can't do it. <laughs> I want to know how many people are actually on an NBA podcast and be like, oh, Drew Locke joke. Great. Oh, great. I love this. I love the Denver Broncos <laughs> and Drew Locke's backup quarterback. More more Drew Locke content, please. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that's all we got today. We'll be back weekly on Fridays or Thursday nights. This one's probably going to yeah. release on a Thursday night, but it's meant to be a Friday podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, but every Friday, NBA pods. And brace yourselves. Uh, we have our set schedule Mondays, uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Basically, we decided on. Correct? Was that right? Yeah. For Monday, every, Tuesday. Tuesday. This podcast of two brothers talking sports, all sports, yeah. releasing Tuesday and Fridays, and then our Seattle one mostly Wednesdays, mostly, um, and for emergencies or Mondays. We said 
Mondays, yeah. Monday, Wednesday, or emergencies. Sorry. Tuesdays an NFL pod, Fridays NBA pods. Um, And then once we have that set schedule kind of on a roll, you can expect us to maybe do shorter ones once in a while for fun here and there. If it was a crazy weekend of NBA basketball, we could come on and talk 30 minutes or late night, whatever. So brace yourselves for that. Um, Share it with a friend. And uh, you can find us everywhere at pod that, P-O-D that. And George, on the next NBA pod, we'll do our get to know you section okay we're doing it on our pods um at the end of every podcast starting next week uh just been a different type of week you know uh we're gonna give you guys a little story about us something that's happening in our life something funny some ideas whatever it is it's the get to know us section you can dm us at pod that pod that mm-hmm. anywhere uh or twitter or instagram mostly um and you can send us questions thoughts if you need advice if you need and if you have an idea, if you want to, whatever, tell us a story, hit us up there and we'll talk. But about if you it. need money, don't hit us up. Yeah, I didn't add need money. No, I know, but you said anything you need. I said, if you have this money is what you need, don't hit me up. Well, anything uh, verbally that you need. Yeah, I verbally we can do. I can yeah. verbally tell, give you money. Here's $10. Thanks, do man. Please with it. Yeah, do it. He's pleased with it. <laughs> Much love. This is Pod That, two brothers talking sports. Um, one last time, George. I'm Sammy. And I'm George. And this is the Sports on Tap. And you know what we like to say. Cheers to sports, y'all. Peace. You're listening to the Sports on Tap Podcast Network. Cheers to sports. Cheers to sports.